0: section fifty-four of the glories of mary by saint alphonsus liguri this librivox recording is in the public domain meditations for various feasts of mary for the day of the purification of mary and the presentation of jesus first the time having arrived when mary was to go according to the law to be purified in the temple and to present jesus to the divine father she departed with joseph joseph took the two turtle doves that were to be offered and mary takes her dear infant she takes the divine lamb to offer him to god as a sign of that great sacrifice which this son was one day to complete upon the cross o my god i also unite my offering to that of mary i offer thee thy son made man and by his merits i pray thee to give me thy grace i do not merit it but jesus to obtain it for me has sacrificed himself to thee for love then of jesus have pity on me second behold mary enters into the temple and makes the oblation of her son in the name of the whole human race but especially on this day does jesus offer himself to his eternal father behold me he says o my father to thee i consecrate my whole life Thou hast sent me into the world to save it. Behold my blood and my life, I offer all to thee for the salvation of the world. Unhappy should I be, my dear Redeemer, if thou hast not satisfied for me the divine justice. I thank thee for it with my whole soul, and I love thee with my whole heart. And whom should I love if I do not love a God, who has sacrificed his life for me? Third this sacrifice was more dear to god than if all men and all angels had offered to him their lives yes because of this offering alone of jesus the eternal father received an infinite honor and an infinite satisfaction jesus christ once said to the blessed angela of foligno i have offered myself to thee that thou mayest offer thyself to me yes my jesus as thou didst offer to the father thy life for me i offer to thee my life and my whole self hitherto i have with so great ingratitude slighted thee but thou hast promised to forget the offences of a sinner who repents of having offended thee my jesus i grieve for it and i wish to die of grief i was dead in sin from thee i hope for life and my life will be to love thee o infinite good grant that i may love thee and i will ask of thee nothing more dispense the goods of this earth to those who desire them i desire nothing but the treasure of thy love my jesus thou art alone enough for me o my queen and mother mary through thee i hope for every good meditation for the day of the annunciation to mary first when god wished to send his son to make himself man that he might redeem lost man he chose for him a virgin mother among all virgins the most pure the most holy and the most humble and behold whilst mary was in her poor dwelling praying to god for the coming of the redeemer an angel appears and salutes her and says to her hail full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and what does the humble virgin when she hears such words in her honor she is not elated but is silent and troubled esteeming herself too unworthy of these praises she was troubled at his saying turbata est in sermone aeus o mary thou so humble and i so proud obtain for me holy humility second do not those praises at least cause mary to suspect that she was the destined mother of the redeemer no they only caused her to conceive a great fear of herself wherefore it was necessary that he should encourage her not to be afraid fear not mary for thou hast found grace with god and then he announced to her that she was chosen to be the mother of the saviour of the world behold thou shalt conceive in thy womb and shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name jesus blessed art thou o mary how dear thou wast and art to thy god have pity on me third take courage says saint bernard addressing her why delay holy virgin in giving thy consent the eternal word awaits it in order to clothe himself with flesh and become thy son we who are all condemned to eternal death are waiting for it in misery if thou dost accept and consent to be his mother we shall all be delivered quickly o lady answer do not delay giving to the world that salvation which depends on thy consent but rejoice for mary already answers to the angel behold she says the servant of the lord bound to do whatever her lord commands if he chooses a servant for his mother the servant is not to be praised but only the goodness of god who wishes thus to honour her o mary most humble thou by thy humility hast so enamored thy god that thou hast constrained him to make himself thy son and our redeemer i know that thy son denies thee nothing that thou dost ask ask of him to give me his holy love ask of him to pardon me all the offenses which i have committed against him ask of him to give me perseverance until death in a word recommend to him my soul for thy recommendations are never rejected by a son who loves thee so much o mary thou must save me thou art my hope meditation for the second day of july on the feast of the visitation of mary first mary set out from nazareth to go to the city of hebron distant according to brocardo seventy miles that is to say at least seven days journey over rough mountains and with no other companion than her spouse joseph the holy virgin hastens as saint luke informs us she went into the mountainous country in haste a be it in montana cum festinatione tell us o holy lady why thou didst undertake this long and difficult journey and why thou didst hasten on thy way i am going she answers to exercise my office of charity i am going to console a family If then, O great mother of God, thy office is to console and dispense graces to souls, ah, come to console and visit my soul. Thy visit then sanctify the house of Elizabeth. Come, O Mary, and sanctify me also. Second, and now the Holy Virgin has arrived at the house of Elizabeth. She had been made mother of God, but she is the first to salute her relation. She entered and saluted Elizabeth intravit et salutavit elizabeth elizabeth enlightened by the lord already knows that the divine word has become man and the son of mary hence she calls her blessed among women and blesses that divine fruit that was in her womb blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb and filled at the same time with confusion and joy she exclaims and whence is this to me that the mother of my lord should come to me but what does the humble mary answer to these words she answers my soul doth magnify the lord magnificat anima mea dominum as if she would say o elizabeth you praise me but i praise my god that he has chosen to exalt me his poor servant to be his mother he hath regarded the humility of his servant respects it humilitatem and chile sue o most holy mary since thou dost dispense so many graces to those who ask them of thee i pray thee to give me thy humility thou dost esteem thyself as nothing before god but i am worse than nothing for i am at the same time nothing and a sinner thou canst make me humble make me so through love of that god who has made thee his mother third but at the first words of mary when she salutes elizabeth what happens the child john exults with joy on account of the divine grace given him before his birth elizabeth is filled with the holy spirit and zachary the father of the baptist not long after is consoled by recovering his speech so that it is indeed true o my queen and mother that through thee the divine graces are dispensed and souls are sanctified do not forget then o my most dear lady me thy poor servant who loves thee and has placed in thee all my hopes thy prayers are all graciously heard by that god who loves thee so much pray then for me o my mother and make me holy meditation for the fifteenth day of august on the feast of the assumption of mary into heaven first mary dies but how does she die she dies entirely detached from any affection for created things and dies consumed with that divine love with which her most holy heart was always and entirely inflamed o holy mother thou hast already left the earth do not forget us miserable pilgrims who remain in this valley of tears struggling against so many enemies who desire to see us lost in hell ah by the merits of thy precious death obtain for us detachment from earthly things pardon of our sins love to god and holy perseverance and when the hour of our death shall arrive assist us from heaven with thy prayers and obtain for us to come and kiss thy feet in paradise second mary dies and her most pure body is carried by the holy apostles and placed in the sepulchre and is guarded by angels for three days after which it is transported to paradise but her beautiful soul entered as soon as she expired the kingdom of the blessed accompanied by innumerable angels and by her son himself having entered heaven she humbly presents herself to god adores him and with unbounded love thanks him for all the graces which she has received from him god embraces her blesses her and constitutes her queen of the universe exalting her above all the angels and saints now if the human mind as the apostle says cannot arrive at the comprehension of the great glory that god is preparing in heaven for his servants who have loved him on this earth what must be the glory that he gave to this his most holy mother who on earth has loved him more than all the saints and angels and has loved him with all her power so that Mary alone, when she entered heaven, could say to God, O my Lord, if I have not loved thee on earth as thou dost merit, at least I have loved thee as much as I could. Third, let us rejoice with Mary in the glory with which her God has enriched her, and let us also rejoice for ourselves, for Mary at the same time was made queen of the world, and appointed our advocate she is so merciful an advocate that she consents to defend all sinners who recommend themselves to her and she is so powerful with our judge that she gains all the causes which she defends o our queen and advocate in thy hand is our salvation if thou dost pray for us we shall be saved say to thy son that thou dost wish us with thee in paradise he denies thee nothing that thou dost ask O oh, our life, our sweetness, and our hope, Mary, pray Jesus for us meditation for the eighth day of september on the feast of the nativity of Mary first before the birth of Mary the world was lost in the darkness of sin. Mary was born and the morning arose nata maria surrexit auroro says a holy father already it had been said of mary who is she that cometh forth as the morning rising as the earth rejoices when the day dawns for the dawn is the precursor of the sun so mary at her birth gave joy to the whole world for she was the precursor of the son of justice jesus christ who being made her son came to save us by his death therefore the church sings thy nativity o virgin mother of god announce joy to the whole world for from thee the son of justice has arisen who has given us eternal life thus when mary was born we received our remedy our consolation and our salvation for through mary we have received the savior second this child being then destined for the mother of the eternal word god bestowed on her so much grace that even from her immaculate conception her sanctity excelled the sanctity of all the saints and angels united for she received a grace of a superior order corresponding to the dignity of mother of god o holy infant o full of grace i a miserable sinner salute thee and adore thee thou art the beloved the delight of god have pity on me who through my sins have been hateful and abominable in the eyes of god thou o most pure virgin hast so well known even from thy infancy how to gain the heart of god that he denies thee nothing and grants all that thou dost ask of him in thee then i place my hopes recommend me to thy son and i shall be saved third at the same time that mary was destined to be the mother of our redeemer she was also destined to be the mediatrix between god and us sinners hence the angelic doctor saint thomas says that mary received grace sufficient to save all men and therefore saint bernard calls mary a channel so full that we can all partake of its fulness o my queen o mediatrix of sinners perform thy office and intercede for me let not my sins prevent me from confiding in thee o great mother of god no i trust in thee and trust in thee so much that if my salvation were in my own hands yet i would place it all in thine o mary receive me under thy protection and this is enough for me meditation for the twenty-first day of november on the feast of the presentation of mary first the holy child mary having hardly arrived at the age of three years entreated her parents that she might be placed in the temple according to the promise which they had made The day appointed having arrived, the immaculate young virgin leaves Nazareth with Saint Joachim and Saint Anne, accompanied by a host of angels who attend that holy child who was destined for the mother of their creator. Go, says Saint Germanus, go, O blessed virgin, to the house of the Lord, to await the Holy Spirit, who is to come to render thee mother of the eternal word. Second. The holy company having arrived at the temple in Jerusalem, the holy child turns to her parents and kneeling, kisses their hands, asks their blessing and then, without looking back, ascends the steps of the temple. There renouncing entirely the world and all things that the world could give her, she offers and consecrates herself wholly to God. Henceforth, the life of mary in the temple was but one continual exercise of love and the offering of her whole self to her lord she increased from hour to hour nay from moment to moment in holy virtues sustained indeed by divine grace but always endeavoring with all her powers to correspond with grace mary herself revealed this to saint Elizabeth the virgin saying do you think that i obtain the graces and virtues without an effort know that i receive from god no grace without great effort continual prayer an ardent desire and many tears and penances third thus mary a young virgin in the temple did nothing but pray and seeing the human race lost and hateful to god she especially prayed for the coming of the messias desiring then to be the servant of that happy virgin who was to be the mother of god oh who would have said to her then o holy lady know that already through thy prayers the son of god is hastening to come and redeem the world and know that thou art the blessed one chosen to be the mother of thy creator o beloved of god most holy child thou prayest for all pray also for me thou hast consecrated thyself wholly even from infancy to the love of thy god ah uh, obtain for me at least that during the remaining years of my life i may live for god alone today together with thee i renounce all creatures and consecrate myself to the love of my lord i also offer myself to thee o my queen to serve thee forever accept me for thy special servant and obtain for me the grace to be faithful to thee and to thy son that i may come one day to praise thee and love thee eternally in paradise Meditation for the eighth day of december on the feast of the immaculate conception of the blessed virgin Mary first it was indeed befitting the three divine persons to preserve Mary from original sin it was befitting the father for Mary was his firstborn daughter as jesus was the firstborn of God primogenitus omnius creatore so mary being destined to become the mother of jesus god always considered her as his adopted first-born daughter and therefore always possessed her by his grace dominus possedit me initio viarum suarum it was then befitting the honor of the son that the father should preserve the mother from every stain of sin it was also fitting because he destined this his daughter to crush the head of the infernal serpent which had seduced man as we read ipsa conterit, how could he then permit that she should first be his slave moreover mary was also destined to be the advocate of sinners and for this reason also it was meet that god should preserve her from sin that she might not appear guilty of the very sin of those for whom she was to intercede second it was befitting the son that his mother should be immaculate he chose her himself for his mother and it cannot be believed that a son who has it in his power to choose a queen for his mother would choose a slave how then could we believe that the eternal word would wish his mother once defiled by sin and once an enemy of god when it was in his power to have an immaculate mother and one always the friend of god moreover saint augustine says the flesh of christ is the flesh of mary caro christi caro est Maria, the son of god would have felt horror at taking flesh from saint agnes saint gertrude or saint teresa because those holy virgins before baptism were stained by sin and the devil would have been able to reproach him for being clothed with the flesh which once had been subject to him but he felt no horror at becoming man in the womb of mary non horusti virginis uterum Mary having always been pure and immaculate. Besides, St. Thomas says that Mary was preserved from every actual sin, even venial, for otherwise she would not have been a fitting mother of God. But how much less fit would she have been, if she had been defiled by original sin, which renders the soul odious to God? Third, it was befitting the Holy Spirit, that this, his most beloved spouse, should be immaculate the redemption of men who had already fallen into sin being decreed he wished that this his spouse should be redeemed in the most noble manner namely by being preserved from falling into sin and if god preserved the body of mary after her death how much more ought we to believe that he would preserve her soul from the corruption of guilt for this reason the divine spouse called her an enclosed garden a sealed fountain in the canticles for the enemies never entered the blessed soul of mary therefore he praised her calling her all fair always beloved and spotless ah my most lovely lady it is my delight to see thee so dear to thy god through thy purity and love i thank god for having preserved thee from every sin ah my queen since thou art so loved by the most holy trinity do not disdain to cast thy eyes upon my soul so defiled by sin that thou mayest obtain for me from God, pardon and eternal salvation. Look upon me and change me. Thou by thy sweetness hast drawn so many hearts to love thee. Draw also my heart, that henceforth I may love no other than God and thee. Thou knowest that in thee I have placed all my hopes. My dear mother, do not abandon me. Assist me always by thy intercession, in life and especially in death. Make me then to die invoking thee, and loving thee, that I may come to love thee forever in paradise. End of section 54